Hello and welcome to the Sport for Business podcast. Today we're talking about the business of football with thanks to our football partner, Sky. The FAI has unveiled an €863 million plan to radically upgrade the facilities and infrastructure in which the game is played in Ireland. We have covered the plan in detail on sportforbusiness.com where you are welcome to go and have a look and indeed to download the full plan to study at your leisure. We had an opportunity to chat to the FEI chair, Roy Barrett, about the plan. As a country, we're underspending on sport and underspending on sports facilities. So um, the EU average is 0.8% of this GDP is spent in sport and sports facilities sent by central government. Um, in Ireland, we're consistently less than half that. And also, a little about the challenges he has faced in the role since taking it on. Maybe not many people uh, would have taken it on at that point, given the profile of it. It was completely um, unusual uh, for me. Uh, to do it because I, I, you know, I've never operated really in the public uh, domain. Um, uh, but I'm glad I did it. So let's get to it. You're very welcome to Sport for Business, Roy. Um, congratulations on this document. It's well put together. It is uh, evidence based, which mm. is what government is continually asking for. What's been the gestation of it? Has this been a full 18 months of hard graft to bring it to where yeah, it is? But, um, it pro- probably has, uh, you know, really. And um, so, so when we outlined, you know, the, the, the broader strategy, uh, 22, 25, and the various pillars within that, I mean, the, the, the key uh, pillar which, which was identified was just infrastructure. Um, and when people talk about infrastructure, you know, in football generally, I mean, there's a... There's a uh, a clear uh, view uh, that it's in adequate, not fit for purpose, uh, significant underinvestment over a long period of time, and it all gets very emotive. Uh, part of the logic of trying to go um, the approach that we did, uh, which is okay, get all that, but let's actually just examine all the facts. Let's examine, uh, you know, the stock of in- infrastructure that we have, um, that the, the, the state. Uh, of that infrastructure, League of Ireland grants, or whatever the case may be, and just take a fact data led approach to say, right, that's what we have. Is it fit for purpose today? And is it going to be fit for purpose uh, in the future? So the first point is it's not fit for purpose. Uh, it's grossly, grossly uh, inadequate. Uh, and then against a backdrop uh, where we are planning on, or you know, the state is planning on a growth in population of about 20% or so um, over the next uh, 20 years, uh, where uh, we have a really young population, just over 26% of the population are under 20. Um, it's clear that whatever the deficit is today is just going to become worse and worse and worse from a societal perspective uh, over the next 15, 20 years. Um, so, so the the good thing about this plan, and, and people can argue about the plan, argue about certain aspects of the plan. They can query, query about the numbers within the plan. What 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 you can't argue with is the facts, and the facts are we're about a thousand pitches too light for the level of people who are even participating in the sport today, uh, notwithstanding the significant growth that we're seeing. 
for our female cohort, women and girls, with 34,000 people playing the game uh, in the country now. We just think um, the World Cup is, is going to encourage this as well, is that there's going to be significant growth uh, in the number uh, of girls and women who participate in the sport over the next three years, let alone 15 years. Um, and the audit of facilities say, well, 38% uh, of existing facilities don't have women's toilets. So, 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 those are the facts. So, so, if you, the easy place to have a debate is when you're just talking about the facts. Mm. What happens in the future, and what level of funding comes into the game in the future? We have a view as to what's necessary just to keep it up to scratch. Um, but prefer to be having that debate rather than having a debate of there's no problem here. There is a big problem. As it's outlined, it does transform the sport, but it also transforms the wider sporting landscape in Ireland, to which your conclusion of an audit on facilities is something which most sports probably just don't have, that it's just grown up around that. So it's it's a very big number, but it's also a very big project. And when you look at the number... I was doing some calculations and it comes in at about 80% of what it costs to build Tottenham Hotspur's new stadium in London. Yeah, yeah and it's a, it's a big number, but it's it, um, at face value, okay, but um, it's over a 15-year period. Um, and the first point, the second point is, it, as a country, we're underspending on sport and underspending on sports facilities. So. Um, the EU average is 0.8% of its GDP is spent on sport and sports facilities by central government. Um, in Ireland, we're consistently less than half that. Um, so, uh, our view, given the and that, that's at odds with um, what you would expect given the relative youth of our population and the growth that is happening within that population. We're grown our population with 30% over the last 20 years. Everybody expects it. Government policy says we'll have a further 20% uh, over the next 20 years as well. So um, those type of dynamics would say um, for societal, um, economic, health and other reasons, we should be spending more on sport. We do talk a lot about how sport is such an important part of our DNA yes. at local, national, international level. Mm. Will and, and the government would profess to being big investors in sport. They've mm. substantially increased over the, the lifetime mm. of this government and, and, the, and yeah. the previous one. Sports capital, large scale infrastructure fund, all of which are built into your plan. Yeah. That figure which jumped off the page to me of the investment that we put in of 65 euros per head versus an yes. EU average of 113. Is that a figure that government is 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 accepting and is comfortable with? It paints it in a in an uncomfortable picture. So the good this I suppose the good bit about the report and how we've tried tried to go at it is is to, to just take away the subjectivity and you know just just look at the objective facts. So so do do government or anybody else accept? I haven't had that conversation, but it's a fact. So you can't change the facts. You can change how you deal with the facts. Um, so, 
And I do have a strong view, uh, given given the, the age profile and the de- demographics within this country. And yes, as we're supposed to be mad uh, into sport and its participation and everything else, that we should have facilities for all sports, but particularly uh, for football, uh, which are uh, commensurate with the needs uh, of, uh, of society. So that's whether the government accepted or not, you know, I don't know. Uh, okay. but, I, but I fundamentally believe it. An important part of it is going to be football's contribution and the Football Facility Fund, which yeah. is outlined in this yeah. as well. Not in great detail, but as a you know, as a start point for the, for the yeah. discussion. Yeah. Um, from a personal point of view, you're mm. exiting your role as chair of the of the FAI, yeah. but the Football Facility Fund would play to your strengths and your background and no doubt your your future ground as well in investment. Is that an area that you would see yourself potentially becoming involved in after leaving the FAI? I I actually haven't really thought about it. Um, Firstly, um, in terms of leaving the FAI, I mean, kind of, I'd be nearly four years in the role by 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 the end of this year. Um, and you know, I do fundamentally believe that in an organisation, particularly given the history of the FBI, uh, that you know there sh- there should people shouldn't stay um, in in you know in roles like mine for too long, and that there should be good and consistent uh, change um, in uh, you know people who who are on boards or and can add value to. Um, uh, the organisation. So um, the, the the fund um, or trust, if and when it's set up, will be set up probably after I'm gone and people who make the decision as to who should be involved in that uh, will be a different set of people to me. And I've, I've no great desire uh, to be on a fund or a trust or anything like that. Um, you know, I think the structures and what I'd be keen on is ensuring that the structures are right, the governance structures are right, um, and that they work for the future. Nothing to do with me. Okay. No great desire, but maybe not ruling it out entirely. You probably had no great desire to be chair of the FAI before you became chair. I thought that well, uh, no, no, and 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 not not in in the circumstances when when I did, uh, because I don't think anybody would have wanted uh, those circumstances. But um, it 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 was what it was, and when it uh, came up and I was asked to get involved, um, I yeah, I said fine, well, I'll, I'll give it a go, and uh, because it was. Um, yeah, the organisation was was at a low point, uh, had gone through cathartic change, uh, trust and confidence was in it, and every aspect of it was really really poor. And um, uh, you know, maybe not many people uh, would have taken it on at that point, given the profile of it, and it was completely um, unusual uh, for me. Uh, to do it because I, I, you know, I've never operated really in the public uh, domain. Um, uh, but I'm glad I did it. I did it probably because I was really annoyed uh, with what had happened to a sport that I actually have an interest in, have a passion for, um, and 
you know, when when I look at this plan, I'm kind of good that the organisation and the community have a clear plan um, as to how they can make facilities in this uh, uh, in the game better for the future. Um, and I'm glad to see that that's now there. It is a really good start point, and you've said that um, government always likes to be presented with solutions yeah. rather than given out to for mm. sins of the past and sins of omission. Yeah. You you mentioned earlier when asked in the uh, in in the media briefing uh, mm. about whether you thought this would happen, and you said that you couldn't say whether it will happen, but mm. you know that it should happen. Yeah. We see an awful lot of goals in the last 10 minutes of a, of a football match. Mm. Let's look on the next six months in your as your last 10 minutes as chair of the FAI. Mm. What are you going to do over that period of time to make sure that this moves from a really good document, which is a starting point for a discussion, mm. into being something which is has got the momentum to be delivered and to transform it in the way that it could? Um. That's about it. The, the, the more obvious place there is, is, is just uh, further engagement uh, with government and, and all parts uh, of government. Uh, make sure the people understand uh, the findings of the audit. Uh, make sure that they understand, you know, to the extent that this plan was to be realised. Okay, well, what are all of the benefits that can accrue, uh, and what impact will it have on society as a whole? But football in general, and to the extent it has those impacts, is that you know are there a set of good things or a set of bad things? They're all good things. They're all good things for uh, for the kids or the adults uh, or the elite players who play in this country. Um, so I'm hoping over the next six months or so that people like myself, but everybody within the organisation, uh, can can make the case clear devoid of emotion um, uh, but more focused on agreement that there's a deficit agreement as to how we can fill that deficit is it a good or a bad thing to do let's see it's a good thing then how do we do it well i hope we'll have another conversation before you depart before you move on to the next chapter maybe even with some of the big wins that could come out of this but for the moment anyway yeah. uh, roy barrett thank you very much for your time You can find out more about what we do in the space where sport and business come together at sportforbusiness.com. And join us every Tuesday and Thursday for our latest podcast across a range of issues from leadership and social good to sponsorship, women in sport, technology and so much more. You can subscribe to these wherever you get your podcasts with one single click. And it would be great to have you join our leading community of sports business professionals. Have a great rest of your day.